You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today I want to talk to you about a wealthy mindset. Now, this is a wealthy mindset part two, because I actually recorded early on when I started this podcast, Wealthy Mindset Secrets, and it was podcast number nine. So I definitely recommend that you go back and listen to that because in there, I talk about overcoming a poverty mindset, the difference between being rich and being wealthy, and how your ego plays in to being wealthy or having that wealthy mindset. And I even share some of my own stories and struggles. I get pretty vulnerable talking to you about how I had to overcome a poverty mindset. And honestly, still overcoming because it was such a part of who I was and what I was taught, the beliefs that I created when I was young, and how I have begun to develop my wealthy mindset and how that's made a difference for me. Now, when I'm talking about a wealthy mindset, I also like to think about it in something that I really have been known for is prosperity because I've created the prosperity formula that all of my program is built around the prosperity formula because prosperity to me is not about just money. It's about your well-being, how you're feeling because if you aren't happy, even if you have money, then you're not going to have satisfaction. And it's about abundance in all the areas of your life, like having choices to do the things that you want to do when you want to do them from wherever you want to do them. So in my mind, prosperity is like the unbinding of survival mode and getting you into thriving. And mostly for me, living a prosperous, wealthy life means that you are giving back to other people, that you are making a difference in the lives of others. And you know that I end every one of these podcasts with shine bright and make a difference because I really believe that we are all here for a purpose and I want to help you to live out that purpose in your life. So this mindset, the wealthy mindset and the principle that you are going to learn today, the one thing that as I was studying for this, it kept coming up and I realized that it was the one thing that you need to know to have a wealthy mindset to make sure that you have that. And it kind of surprised me when it came up. So I'm excited to share it with you today. And I want you to know that in order for you to build a sustainable, long-term, prosperous business you have to have a wealthy mindset. And and so that's why I wanted to talk about this with you today. This is important because I talk a lot about self-sabotage and I don't want you to sabotage your own success after you went out there and you worked your butt off and you built something to only have it come crashing down on you because you haven't developed these important mindsets, particularly around money. So I found that that one most important thing that kept coming up over and over that you need to develop to have a wealthy, prosperous mindset is patience. So what exactly is patience? If you look up it in the dictionary, it says that it's the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, 
or suffering without getting angry or upset. Now, not only is patience one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which is a big clue that we don't have it naturally, and it's not part of our human experience. It's a gift from God, and it must be developed. And that is why we're going to be talking about it today in ways that you may have never thought of it. And I'm going to show you how you can develop that. And patience is a discipline that you will have to learn and practice. It's about allowing yourself to listen to God's will so that you can take wise actions. So I'm going to be sharing with you a few different areas that you may need to implement more patience as you build your wealthy, prosperous mindset. So the first area that I want to talk about is that you need to develop the patience to let go of instant gratification. Now, I know this is a huge one because we live in an instant gratification world. So I'm going to talk about instant gratification in several areas of your life that are likely impacting your success and your ability to create wealth. So man, I've really had to work on this one myself, and in some ways, I'm still working on it. And I always try to be honest with you guys. I am certainly not perfect. I am here to bring you the principles, and we work on them daily together. So I can be honest and tell you that this has been one of the areas that I've struggled with the most, and it definitely has it sabotaged my success. And I would definitely be further along if I had learned sooner to delay my gratification. So I'm going to share a little bit more about that as I go in my own journey. But in regards to your business, it means to have patience by letting go of your need for instant gratification of results or income. This is where so many people struggle to find success in the social selling business, particularly because they really want to get rich quick. This is how people market to you in the direct sales network marketing. They talk about this. I remember when I first got into network marketing when I was 23 years old, the very first night that they talked to me about the opportunity, we talked about yachts and living like lifestyles that are just incredible. And I was all in on that because I came from a poor background. I wanted an opportunity that I could build that kind of wealth. So it was, it definitely drew me in. And I'm sure that, or you might be one of those people that you love to think about having like boatloads of money to do whatever you please. So what happens is people get hooked in and they come in and start taking some actions. But after a few uncomfortable no's, they're gone, right? Maybe you're one of those people that you just couldn't take that rejection. Probably because you know, this is the truth. You might have an employee mentality, which makes you or the people that you might be thinking of that quit after a couple no's think that you should do when you do something, you should immediately get paid for it because you're really still looking at things through the hours for dollars. And I like to think of that as a curse, the hours for dollars curse. I don't really believe that we were created and made for that. But When you're in business for yourself as an entrepreneur and you're building something bigger than yourself, you're not just selling to people to make money. You're serving them to build a long-term relationship and make a real difference in their lives. 
as a social selling entrepreneur, many times you're putting in time and effort and you are not going to pay, be paid for that yet as you're putting in that effort and possibly even never. It's crazy, right? And that's why it's a hard pill for some people to swallow. Those who do will reap the rewards of their patience, of being able to sow in their time and knowing that the harvest eventually will come. So you have to be willing to invest your time and effort today, even though you're not going to be seeing the money yet. That is what's going to set you up for success later And you have to get over that hours for dollars mentality. If I were to add up how many hours I have put into trying to build my dream, I would be very sad probably if I was looking at it and weighing in on it from the hours for dollars. But I'm looking at it as I'm working, first of all, to make a difference in the lives of others. And even if I get paid nothing for that and I change somebody's perspective, help encourage them, then that's enough for me. But I also know that if you give enough in the world, if you have the right heart behind what you're doing, it eventually will prosper you financially. And I want you to believe that too. So that was the first thing. And that was that you have to stop looking at instant gratification in hours for dollars. And you have to be willing to make that long-term investment in serving and having faith that your harvest will come. So the second one is that you have to have the patience to think long-term. So an example of long-term thinking is creating systems that continue to generate value on their own long after you put in the effort. An example of this is my podcast, the courses that I've created, videos that you make, because those can continue to be out there working for you, planting seeds in other people's hearts on your behalf and for that thing that you're trying to help build up in the world. The struggle that most people have with systems, that in order for it to pay off for you, you have to do it consistently and persistently. And that the effort that you're making likely won't see immediate income when you're building out these products and systems, but these actions are necessary to build momentum that will eventually pay you big time. So here are four examples of areas that you can do regularly that should generate future income. So these are those long-term thinking activities that I want you to do consistently and persistently. And one of those is customer care calls and birthday notes. So sewing time into caring for your customers and clients will always pay off because eventually they're going to start calling you to buy or even better, they're going to refer your friend, their friends because you have stayed in contact with them. You have stayed as a voice of, I'm here to serve you. Can I help you? Do you need anything? Oh, by the way, happy birthday, happy anniversary. And it makes them feel cared for and seen. And that is powerful. Second is lead generation activities like making phone calls, networking, and doing those follow-ups. Now, to do this properly, you will need some kind of a system. So you're going to have to have a system for what you do with your leads when you get them. When you meet somebody at a networking event, when you are introduced to somebody on social media, what are you going to do to start building rapport with them to remind you to follow up? And how are you going to track what you've done with that person and 
where you're at in the process with them. And you would probably be sick to your stomach if you knew exactly how much money you left on the table because you were not patient enough to set up a simple system that would help you to follow up. And if you had not failed to call that person and you could see into the future and know what that person may have led you to, you would definitely be so mad at yourself. So it's time to stop leaving all of those leads out there on the table. And this is that long-term thinking that every single person that you meet is a door to more. And you have to be willing to put simple systems in place to not only capture those leads, to follow up with those leads, to start building a nurturing of the relationship with those leads from there. And and this is hard as we are looking at meeting a lot of people and sometimes it feels a little overwhelming, particularly if you're an introvert, that could probably feel exhausting. But you truly can set up a system in order for you to do this easily and to keep you on track. The third system that I want to talk to you about is weekly emails and daily social media posts. This one can feel like drudgery, but over time, this is a huge library of assets of these little seeds that you're planting out there and you are creating trust and interest in your offer. So that doesn't need to be always selling, of course. You could send out a weekly email that shares a story of something that you experienced in the week, something relevant to the time of year that it is. You can send an email just to check in Um, on your customers. You can send an email of, for me, I have podcasts and content and I can send an attachment for that for them to, in case they missed it. If you do Facebook Lives weekly, you can send out your Facebook Live in a link talking a little bit about why they should take a listen to your Facebook Live. So it's just another way of serving and making it easy for them to ingest the information that you have to offer that they likely can't get anywhere else in the way that you're delivering it. And of course, those social media posts daily, if not daily, five days a week, really just help you have a presence out there and let people know that I'm still out here and I'm still working and I'm still here to serve you. Because think of it as when you do a social media post, it's like having your open sign on your door of your building. Okay, when you do a social media post, that is letting people know that you're still out there. It's reminding them that you are open for business. The fourth system that I want to talk to you about is having lunches or coffee with your clients or customers. So this is an example of a money investment that you can then use to create what's called reciprocity in your business. So you're going to spend your money, $10 or less, Maybe once a month, twice a month. It doesn't have to be all the time. It really depends on how fast of a pace you're building at. But to take out a teammate or a customer to coffee to just have a connection chat with them. So in order to do this, you kind of have to have a plan in place. You need to maybe have something on your calendar once or twice or weekly where you are saying, this is my time that I've set aside to try to take someone out to coffee. So again, this can be somebody who's a peer to you where you guys can generate ideas and get excited about something. It can be a customer where you are just really treating them and getting to know them and really showing them that you care about them as a person. Or it can be a teammate that you are doing the same thing with. And that is going to go a long way because we have to remember those teammates can make us a lot of money. 
if you sow into them and you make them feel seen and heard. So all of these things that I talked about, and let me just recap those really quick, your customer care calls and birthday notes, things like doing calls and going to networking events and following up with the people that you meet, your weekly emails and your daily social media posts and your lunches or coffees, monthly or weekly, all of those are things that you can systemize and have in place that you can just repeatedly do them. And when you do them consistently, particularly if you do even one of them, but if you did all of them, they have so much power to create momentum for you. This can also look like monthly team meetings. Even if you're doing them online, when you're training and building up other people and you're sewing into them as individuals, then that will give you residual income over time. And I spent years investing into a team and that team brought me in thousands of dollars of income for me every month and and for years and years. I made three quarters of my income on my team's efforts, but it wasn't just because they were so awesome, although they were, it was because I nurtured them. I loved on them. I encouraged them when they weren't doing something. I would reach out and call them. I would give them ideas to help inspire them to take action. And that's the same with customers. If you're in touch with them, then you have that opportunity to inspire them to buy. And now that I have an online business, it's about me creating materials in my library like courses and videos and marketing funnels that will continue to bring leads in and generate income for me for years. So let me repeat this. A wealthy mindset will invest their time and resources and energy on work that continues to pay off long after the effort was made. And in Galatians 6, 9, it says, Let us not be weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So you have to be patient by being a long-term thinker. And you are doing things today that may not pay off for months or even years, but that's why you stick to the basics and you do them over and over instead of jumping around to that next big idea, that next trap of get rich quick. Just stick to the basic things and do them and be patient and long-suffering in them. So you have to be patient and continuing to do the mundane and basic stuff. And I have to tell you, that was something that was really hard for me because I had developed such a strong need for instant gratification. And I was a short-term thinker instead of a long-term thinker. Because innovation and trying new things is just a way of seeking instant gratification because often we hear of somebody's incredible results from doing this thing or something else new and cool and we get tempted to take a ton of time learning that new thing, but likely the payoff is still in doing the one thing that we already know works, not this new and distracting thing. So I'm not saying to not try new things because certainly sometimes we have to take a risk in hopes of a reward but just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> I don't even know where that strange saying came from but do you know what I mean stop doing the things that you know work to start something else that may or may not work because that may be the very thing that sabotages you gets you off track and discourages you because once again, you put in work and you didn't see the result. But if you do the surefire things, 
If you do the things that you know without a doubt will work, which is connecting with people, then you're going to have success. And I have to tell you for sure, I'm speaking to you from someone who has done this so many times. I get super excited about something and it's new and different because I love change. I don't like routine and consistency. So even just me teaching this to you is like, what? Because I would get so bored doing the same thing over and over. And sometimes it's really hard for me and maybe it's hard for you. So that's what I'm saying is just be really wise about starting new things because it really can get you off track. So really think about it and be wise in the decisions that you make about starting new things. Or maybe you just want to implement something new every quarter to keep it fresh that you're just going to try and you're going to add that in addition to doing the basic mundane consistent things. Because it's easy to get back from a conference and want to implement all of your new ideas. So take that one new idea that you were most excited about and try that along the basics. I just got back from a conference myself and they had us make one decision and one thing that we were going to try to implement from what we learned. And it really has helped me to focus and to make sure that I'm not trying to do so many new things at once. Now I'm going to switch gears just a little bit, but it still has to do with the patience of delaying your gratification and your overall developing of a wealthy mindset. So you might be giving in to instant gratification by using charge cards instead of saving up and paying cash. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this in regards to your business is because I know that a lot of people invest way too much in product and even training and they put it on charge cards instead of paying cash And so at that point, it's not an asset. It becomes an expense. So at the end of the year, when you're doing your taxes, if your expenses are way more than what you're bringing in, you have a problem. So early on, I have to tell you, I bought things for my company every single month on credit cards because I wanted to say that I was in the game and get that little bitty bonus check every month. So I would invest whatever I needed to to get me to that level in things that I definitely could use, but probably at the time couldn't afford. I had no business buying, right? It was really dumb. And then when I got into the jewelry business, I spent a fortune on credit cards buying new jewelry, which I justified as an investment so that I could sell more jewelry and have more things on my table for people to see and touch. And I would increase my sales at my parties. But the truth is, I just got excited about the beautiful jewelry and I wanted it and I wanted it now. So using um, your charge cards is a trap because when we go ahead and we charge something, likely it's because you can't afford it. Or maybe you make the mistake that I made of, I have this money coming in next week. I have all these parties booked or I have this one thing that's going to be bringing me money. So because I know that's coming, I'll just charge it now and then I'll pay back my credit card. Oh boy, have you done that? I have totally done that. And the thing is, I don't. I don't pay back the credit card because once that money's spent, it is so easy to just be like, oh, well, what's a little bit more debt? Now I have more money to spend. And eventually, of course, that leads to a lot of debt that makes you feel trapped and is definitely opposite from having a wealthy, prosperous feeling in your life. And of course, when you have debt, and the reason why I want to talk to you about that is because 
When you have those financial struggles, they put pressure on you and they keep you from feeling successful. And it's really hard to build a successful business when you're feeling broke. So it's another way you're sabotaging yourself. Plus, it sabotages your ability to be patient because so you may try to self-soothe with more instant gratification and going shopping, doing some retail therapy. So it's like this vicious cycle that you can't escape from. And it also makes it so difficult to sow time and money and effort into building your business because you may need immediate money because now you're financially struggling. Are you with me? I know that I'm not the only one who has done this. So I want to recommend to you to stop using cards, to pay for the stuff that you think that you need, and really work on saving the cash. When you make sales in your business, save that cash. Put it in an account to make sure that you are funding your business expenses, your legitimate business expenses. If you know that you need money to go to conferences or training every year, if you know that you need money for each catalog or products that are coming out that you need to invest in, then make sure that you are putting that money in an account and you have cash to pay for those things. Instead of spending all your profits and charging all of your expenses. And I've really been working on this for myself. I've been working on not using my cards and it's not easy and it's going to require, can you guess it? Patience. So the one thing that I did that is helping me is that we created what we call the list. And so now when I really want something instead of charging it, I get to have instant gratification by adding it to the list. So it feels like I'm putting it out there as a possibility and I'm telling myself, no, not right now, but I still have a hope because it's on the list that eventually we can make that a priority and we can buy that thing that I want. So it doesn't feel as much like a hard no, I can't. It makes me feel like it's possible in the future. And because here's the truth. I love spending money. I love it. It makes me so happy. I love new things. I love luxury. I love new experiences. I love spending money. But wealthy people are not swimming in debt from small purchases that they bought last year. We have gotten out of debt and went back into debt too many times. And my lack of patience for waiting to pay cash is why. So that's why I'm trying to encourage you, encourage myself. Let's stop the madness. So just like you, likely, we both have money. We have money. We have great incomes coming in. Money is always in our life. We're, we're taken care of. But I want to be wealthy. So this is the area that I'm focusing on. I have to stop turning to credit cards and even payment plans to satisfy myself in the moment. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Because let's be honest, having tons of debt causes so much stress. And remember, part of being wealthy and prosperous is feeling happy. And we can't feel happy when we're stressed out about paying the bills. So how you do this is you have to have a plan and know and direct where your money is going. So Dave Ramsey has a free app called Every Dollar, and it really helped me to see the truth about my money. It helped me to see that 
if I put in my income and my expenses and the things that I know that we're going to need for the month, I can see when we're upside down before it happens. So I know that I need to adjust something before we get in trouble. And it gave me that clear picture that my written budget wasn't giving me because it was in real time of the month and what the month was going to hold. Like if my daughter had homecoming coming up or if you know my daughter was getting married and I knew that there were going to be expenses along with that, I had to budget for them. And when you're doing things at real time, you get a real picture, a truthful picture of what's going on. And knowing exactly where your money go- is going is helping you to find those black holes in your budget and the reason why you can't seem to get ahead. So we all have them and we ignore them and they continue to keep us broke. So it's time for us to face the truth of our situation. You're going to see what you're really spending money on. You're going to see that you really are spending that much money eating out or at Starbucks or on random things at Target. So budget every single dollar and keep track of the things that you spend that are not on the budget so that you can continue to make adjustments until you're living within your budget. So that was a huge one for me is making this not budgeted list. And every time I spent something that was not already budgeted and accounting for, I had to start adding those things up. And what I realized is I was spending from two to $500 on things every single month that were not budgeted. And that was what was drowning us and making us feel pressured about money even though we have plenty of money coming in it was the way we were managing our money so then when you are out and you want to buy something instead of just buying something right away you can add it to the list and then you can really plan for when you have the money to buy that thing and make sure that you are budgeting for big money suckers like the maintenance of your car or maintenance of your house, or celebrations that you know are coming, like birthdays and Christmas. And these things, you know that they're going to happen, so you have to have budgets for them, or they will make you not be able to pay your bills. So a really good tip is that when you're out and you really want something, this is when you can start practicing patience. Because What you should do is instead of buying things in the moment when you want them, when they're on the unbudgeted list, is to put them on hold. And if in the 24 hours that you have to come back to get that thing, if you still want it, you're still thinking about it, you still really feel like it's something that you really want now, and you looked at your money and you know that you can make it work, then you can go back and buy it. So if you get in the habit of just putting things on hold and not buying things in the moment, even though that's kind of a pain to go back, it is going to help you to to flex that patience muscle when it comes to buying. If you're a shopper like me, this will really help you. And I have to tell you, when I've done this and many times after I've walked away and chose not to, to buy that thing, then I realized that it wasn't something that I really wanted or needed anyways. It was just in that moment, it was going to give me that instant gratification. I do this in online shopping carts as well. I will put things in the cart and I'll walk away from the cart and then I'll come back to it. And a lot of times I completely forgot about it. So it's really interesting how we are set up to be instant gratification, buying things that we don't really need or want. And anything that you are purchasing that's over $100, I want to encourage you to do your due diligence to make a wise decision by doing research, making sure that you are buying 
a good brand that that people are doing good reviews on it that it's not a piece of junk make sure that there's not something that you can buy from somebody else that's selling that same exact thing for half price on the marketplace and you know that is another way that you can be really wise with your money and my last tip around patience is it goes hand in hand with a wealthy mindset and that is to have patience to learn And I'm talking about being willing to invest your time, money, and effort into learning how to be successful by attending local meetings, conferences, classes, online things, listening to other people in their brilliance in the areas that you still don't really understand that you feel like you really need to know. And make sure that you're taking um, time to invest in learning because you can't stay the same and expect to get a different result. And What's even better than just trying to learn things on your own by reading and and seeking out YouTube videos and trainings and courses is attending those conferences and the meetings that your upline puts on or your corporate puts on because you're going to be learning things that are relevant to the industry right now and you're going to be around other like-minded people that are going to give you energy because they all want to succeed as well. The last tip on learning is that the best way to learn is to go out there and fail. Yep, you have to get out there and take action and fail. And that is going to be your number one best teacher. When I was building my business, I used to hear leaders from stage say it all the time. Go out there and make a mess and we'll help you clean it up. So make sure that you are willing to get out there and take action imperfect action, they're willing to get out there and try something and fail to look like a fool even. And ooh, that's a hard one, I know, because nobody wants to look or feel like a fool. But I promise you, those lessons that you learn during those times will teach you better than anything else because you want to avoid looking like a fool. You will never ever do that again that way. You'll be better because of it. So I really didn't understand that principle until I started building my own business. And I realized that we get so afraid to do something wrong or inadequate that we don't even try and we become paralyzed with fear. So many people that get in the businesses that can't take the nose and they get out, it's because they feel like they failed and they weren't willing to try to get better. So don't try to shortcut the process. There's always a learning curve. Always. And in my Authentically You course, I say my course is a shortcut because it has a step-by-step process to help you build self-awareness, stop self-sabotaging, empower yourself, and create an authentic brand that makes you rise above the competition because you're being so authentic to who you are. You are a standout. You don't sound or look like you're not showing up like anyone else, just yourself. And you're so unique and you have so much to offer the world. And I help you do that in 90 days. So that's why I created my course is to help people to do that. I'm passionate about it. And the problem is that most of us don't have the patience to pay the price. We just want the prize. And unfortunately, success isn't the lottery. It will not just happen. So you have to commit to you have to commit to paying the price. And you have to keep learning and growing and eventually your dreams will start coming true. But you will not be able to create the wealth and the life that you desire if you do not learn how to have patience, to stop trying to gratify yourself in the moment, to implement systems that will help you to patiently 
do the mundane and boring things in your business and stop chasing after all the innovative, great ideas and letting go of the things that you know work. And stop using credit cards to satisfy yourself in the moment and swimming in a mountain of debt that is making you unhappy and stressed and keeping you from feeling successful so that you can't go out there and take actions that will actually make you successful. Get off the crazy train. Start practicing being patient by stopping that instant gratification and implementing systems and paying cash for things instead of going into debt. So I hope that that helps you. I hope that something I said here today is going to resonate with you and you're going to be able to start building that wealthy mindset by building up your patience today. Thanks so much for listening. Go out there, shine bright and make a difference.